Welcome one and all to the very first episode of Sign the Board Phil, the brand new darts podcast from blacktype.bet. I'm Andy Dawson and coming up over the next half hour or so I'll be looking forward to the upcoming PDC World Championship with darts commentator and expert Dan Dawson and I'll be chatting with comedy legend Bob Mortimer. All that and more on Sign the Board Phil, putting darts in your ears without the discomfort. It's almost Christmas, and to be honest, that means just one thing. A three-week orgy of booze, fancy dress, booze, and more importantly, darts. As 72 players from around the world compete at London's Alexandra Palace for the PDC World Championship and the honour of lifting the Sid Waddell Trophy. I'm Andy Dawson, and I'll be podcasting my way through the whole thing for blacktype.bet. And if you follow the podcast on Twitter, at SignTheBoard, and register via the link there, you'll have the chance to win one of three custom-made dart shirts designed by yourself in association with Harlequin Teamwear. You can put your own name on it, your pub team's name, your grand's name, or even your dead dog's name. Basically, you can design the whole shirt yourself. While you're there, if you retweet us, you'll be automatically getting the chance to win one of three £100 bets for the final of the World Championship. Right, let's start off the podcast properly with the latest news. News. We'll start off with the um, the news headlines, and the truth is that there aren't that many news headlines at the moment because the tournament hasn't actually started yet. It kicks off on Thursday, and I'm recording this on Monday. Um, there has been an interview with Phil Taylor in the Guardian today, which is quite interesting. Um, Phil's talking about the fact that um, he wants to go on holiday three times next year. He's talking about things that he wants to do in his life outside of darts. Um, as he prepares to go for that 17th World Championship title. So maybe the Phil Taylor story is about to come to an end, or perhaps he's just doing that thing that he likes to do where he um, he likes to suggest that it's almost over for him and that he's going to retire. He does say at the end of the interview, I'm going to give it a right good go one more time. So perhaps he's saying that this is the last one. And um, this could be the last time we see Phil Taylor at the Ali Pali. But, you know, he beat Michael Van Gerwen twice in the Champions League of Darts just a few months ago, so he might still have enough in him to be able to win that 17th World Championship title. We shall wait and see. That's pretty much all there is in the news at the minute, because obviously there's no matches being played yet. Um, But we'll have more of that in the next episode, once the tournament itself properly gets underway. Right, joining me as my first guest on Sign the Board, Phil is a man with a throbbing darts brain who has enviable access to the inner sanctum of the sport and make no mistake it is a sport he's also a man with a very similar name to my own something which might result in legal action one day although i'm not sure he'll be suing who he's none other than dan dawson hello dan hello andy pleasure first guest that is prestigious very first guest i mean you yeah, I mean, it's prestigious, or you've literally got nobody else who's bothered to come on. No, no, well, we've got Bob Mortimer coming up later on, so you're, you're Bob's... Oh, I've done fair play, all right, yeah, yeah oh, you're, I'll take that. You're, you're acting as Bob's fluffer, in this case. <laughs> 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 Excellent. First... It turns out it's very prestigious. Yeah. Um, just a few questions I want to ask you. First of all, what, what exactly is it you do in the darting realm? Because you seem to have your finger in a lot of pies. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been doing it for the best part of a decade. I started out doing radio reports on it, like literally anything from like talk sports to some random stations in the Isle of Man. Nice. Um, 
and like some weird like some weird radio station in Scotland for blind people where literally I did a darts report straight after there was a section on what it's like to eat an orange as described <laughs> so, like, it's, it's really weird um, but then I'm also like I'm like the second choice if anybody at ITV gets ill then sometimes they'll drag me in to be a commentator or a reporter so I'm I'm kind of like the Cameron Jerome of darts commentary. I'm not quite good enough to be like right, you know, playing every week. But yeah. if if they're really down to the bare bones, then I, I get drafted in. You'll come off the bench for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how, you know, a bit, bit disingenuous, I think, because you, you did commentate on the uh, the Champions League of darts on the BBC recently. I did, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. So I did, I've done that. So I've done um, I did the BBC gig. Um, although it is just just once a year that one. But yeah, I mean, it was yeah, that was that was. Absolutely fantastic yeah. to be able to do that. Certainly, um, although, yeah, it certainly was. I mean, it was, it was kind of a strange rumour with that one because they basically decided we're going to we're going to treat this as if nobody has ever even heard of the game of darts before. So they were like, Dan, what's a walk on? <laughs> Dan, what's a dart? Uh, so I mean, that's about the sort of level of punditry and expertise I can bring to the game. Which end of the dart do you throw into the board? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. I, I'm actually, I'm world class at that. <laughs> Absolutely world class when it comes to that sort of level of analysis, and that's why I've got you on here today. Um, <laughs> how how did you first get into darts, Dan? Uh, I was uh, I'd just been made redundant as a sports reporter on the radio, and a mate of mine got offered a gig covering the World Championship, and he either couldn't do it or couldn't be bothered to do it, and recommended my name. I went to a bloke who did it and said, "Look, do you know anything about darts?" And I went, "Well, look, I've watched it a bit, but I'm not an expert." And he goes, "Don't worry, after a couple of days." You will be. <laughs> it took a lot longer than a couple of days, but um, I did fall in love with it pretty much immediately. It's having covered like forty in cricket. These guys are just like normal guys down the pub. Yeah. Like I remember when Adrian Lewis won his second world title, he came around to do the interview with me, and you get great access to all these guys. You stay in the same hotels with them. Right. And the first thing he did was like, oh, "Do you want to go and have a fag dog?" And we're just in the car park having a fag <laughs> uh, back in my smoking days. Like you wouldn't get that with like. Lionel Messi after oh, he just from the Champions oh, League. Like game, Andy Murray it? outside Wimbledon wouldn't be yeah, outside having yeah, a fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't get that in, in other sports. It's um, it, it's pretty special. So it, it wasn't a sort of a burning childhood sort of obsession that, that, that turned into a career when you were older then? It was just a, something, no, something you fell into? It just fell into it and then fell in love with it. And I've just yeah. done more. And I mean, having having fallen in love with it pretty much immediately, then, I mean, I've, I've just tried to do as much as I can. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm do a lot of online commentary. So, I mean, I'm, I do things on the European tour and they started streaming uh, these events from places like the Barnsley Metrodome, absolute mm. mecca of sporting action, that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm doing I'm doing quite a lot now with darts, and it's just got bigger and bigger over the last few years. Completely coincidental to me being involved in it, obviously. Yeah, um, but it's been to you. it's been <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just yeah, it's just run parallel. But yeah, it's been it's been pretty awesome to be to be there and see it grow like it has. So when you when you first got into the sport, then did you have did you have a first sort of a hero, or a sort of a, a darts figure that you kind of latched onto? Well, I was like a, I was like a casual dancer. I was like everybody else, really. Like you might watch Lakeside when it was on on the telly every Christmas, just because you know as a kid, what what do you sit there? You, you haven't learned to drink yet, so you just go and sit in front of the telly for three weeks while you're at school. And Co Stompy was the guy that I really just he looked weird. He had yeah. like long sleeves. I mean, he could easily have played like a serial killer in like some dark Scandinavian drama. He just looked weird. Definitely. And you don't see sportsmen. Yeah, you don't see sportsmen like that. So I, I sort of, and I think he had a run for the quarterfinals that year or something. 
And, um, of course, and that was the first player. Of course, he's got a fantastic name as well, Core Stompy. Exactly, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a weird name, weird look. Um, weird guy. And, yeah, weird guy. And, uh, to be honest, it's a, it's a bit of a weird sport. Um, and it was that, that he was always my boy, uh, Coach Stompy. And he was there, like, I got interviewing in the first World Championship when I went and did it. And it was great. And again, it was he's, he's just outside in the car park, having a fag, <laughs> talking, you know, nonsense. It was just, it was just, it's just weird to see people that, when you see him, you know, as sportsmen up on the on the telly, no matter if they do look odd and it's a strange old game does, when you actually get to meet them and find out they're normal people and not these millionaire playboys like most of the yeah. footballers that who we follow, then yeah, it, it's it's great. Um and and Co is great. I remember he turned up to the World Championship one year and he'd been bitten by Aaron Winter's dog. <laughs> Uh, the former Dutch international footballer yeah. for his world championship in jeopardy. Um, <laughs> but that's the kind of weird stuff. And nobody blinked, blinked an eyelid. It was, oh yeah, he got bitten by Alwitz's dog in his hand. Uh, it's, but yeah, he, I love that. He's oh. great. Um, shame he's not around so much anymore. In the oh, I'm now wondering whether it's too late to change the name of this podcast, Aaron Winter's dog. Just <laughs> 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 to get even more obscure. <laughs> what, what's the um, obviously you get a lot of access backstage and everything and access to the players what's the backstage atmosphere like with the players you know it's usually it's just pretty relaxed I mean I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the word banter but, but a lot of the players will use it in the practice room they just they just rip into each other a lot I mean it's absolutely brutal um, some of the, the stuff that goes on the practice everybody always talked about Taylor and his mind games and going up and you know playing practice games with people before they do on stage and just a little word here and there and he could just destroy them before they even got up got up on the stage but they're all at it nowadays whether it's just ripping into each other with jokes or taking the mick of you know god help anybody who has who's got any problems at home or anything like that because it's just merciless half the time in these practice rooms it's it sounds um, a bit like the atmosphere you get sort of within a football team within a club yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, except it's a club with 128 members. Yeah, um, instead of being on a team, they're actually competing against each other. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's 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 such a when you get down to it, it is such a brutal game. Even though there's there's loads of money in 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 it now compared to how it was, and the top boys are in a really good living. But you know, you, you look at some of the guys down the down the list, and it's it's pretty high pressure stuff. You know, they it costs a lot of money to be a dart player, and even though you're earning more than you ever have. Some of these guys have still got bills to pay, yeah. and it's one on one, and they'll quite happily take any sort of little mental edge over the other guy they've got to be. Because if yeah. they win that game, then they've, they've made a few quid and they can pay their bills. It's just, it is, it is brutal darts, yeah. and uh, I, it does actually lead to it being fascinating stuff up on stage. It's not just human sporting drama. That's what it is, Andy. It is definitely getting on to the the upcoming PDC World Championships. Who have you got any outside tips that you think might do well this year? Well, I mean, I'll be honest. If you wanted me to pick two finalists, I'd go Michael Van Gogh and Peter Wright, which is the most boring prediction anybody has ever come up with in the world. So I'm just not going to talk about that. Very likely. The the one, yeah, the one that I, there's one quarter in this draw that is absolutely, it's just carnage. You've got Taylor in there, Barney in there, Adrian Lewis, and then there's a, and then a, a few other guys, you know, Alan Norris, who made the quarterfinals last year, Kim Hybrex, who's played some good stuff, Vincent van der Voort. But the one that's the real, real exciting talent is Corey Cadby, this Australian lad, yeah. who's just won the World Youth Championship. Um, now, 
people might have seen him because he played in the World Series over the summer. He became the first person to beat Phil Taylor in Australia yeah. in a number of number of years. He threw successive averages around sort of 106 to 110 mark. It was only Peter Wright throwing 110 against him that actually knocked him out in the next round. But he, if he comes through his preliminary round match against a guy called Chang Sun from China, who is a guy who played last year and managed to miss the entire board with one of his guards. Um, <laughs> He had a lovely time doing it. He had an absolute whale of a time. Loved every second. But, I mean, that it was the worst dart I've ever seen thrown at Ali Pali. Um, uh, if he comes through that one, which I think he will, he's got Joe Cullen. And Joe Cullen's playing some good darts. But the thing is, Joe Cullen's never won at Ali Pali. So, Corey Cadby might fancy his chances of getting through there to the second round. It could be Adrian Lewis there. And... Uh, He's quite capable of causing an upset, Cadby. And if he does, then you know, we didn't see strange runs from players. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Shepard, who was a lad who, who made the final of the World Championship completely against the odds, lost to John Part in the end. But he turned up at that tournament with one pair of pants because he thought he'd play one game and go home. <laughs> and, then all, yeah. and he had to get his mum to send him some more. <laughs> It, it, but things happen, uh, you know. It, it's sport, and I, if anybody, I think that's certainly the one that everybody's looking at. Going, what can he do? I'm not yeah. suggesting that he's going to come storming through that quarter and beat Lewis and Barney and Taylor one after another. But it's certainly a very exciting prospect. He's he's not lacking in confidence either, is he, Corey? I saw oh, him. No, um, not at all. I saw him being interviewed. Was it the the young youth final that he won recently? Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, you find like, af- afterwards he's been interviewed and he's sort of like saying, I think it was to um, Ned Bolton or someone who's like, first of many, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, I'd interviewed him that weekend and all. We'd, we'd done a bit um, for the PDC and it was a good like 10, 15 minutes, you know, who are you? People might have seen you. What, what's it like? And all the way through, he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to be the best in the world. Nobody's going to beat me. When I get going, I'm just going to, you won't, you won't believe the, the stuff that I can do. It's not fair play. For 21 years, I know Australians yeah. are usually pretty cocky, but even for an Aussie, Cadby is, Cadby's got some self-belief. Yeah, he's going to um, make things very interesting over the next few years, isn't he? Well, I think he is. I think he is. Um, in terms of anybody else, I mean, there, there are a number of other players who, who are quite capable. And you only have to look. We had the players' championships in Minehead. Uh, Butlin's Minehead, uh, yeah. another mecca of world darts. And it seemed, be, it seemed to have been held in the food court as well. I could see a Burger King <laughs> concession yeah. at the back of the arena. Yeah, it, it's um, it, it's it's a look. You know, I mean, it's, it perhaps doesn't have the sort of grandeur of the Winter Gardens in Blackpool for the <laughs> match play. But ultimately, it is quite convenient for a dart fan if you can literally lean over the back of your seat and order a burger. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of them actually quite like that. Um, but yeah, Darren Webster made the semi-final of that, and nobody would have picked him to do it. Um, he's got Stephen Bunting first round. Uh, Daryl Gurney's an exciting player who's coming good, the Northern Irishman. And, you know, I mean, you can take your pick. I mean, you could have... And Mark Frost. Mark Frost has played some great stuff this year. He never actually won a PDC time, never actually made a final. He's got Gary Anderson first round. And, I mean, Gary's won it for the last two years. Frost is quite capable of causing an upset. And if yeah. you knock out one of those top seeds then the draw can suddenly open up for you because you might yeah. not face another top seed for another three or four games. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Gary, Gary Anderson usually, usually actually really properly tries at, at the World Championship yeah. and when he does that, then he's a force. Yeah. So, um, I know you said MVG versus Wright for the final, do you reckon? But who, who do you think will ultimately win it this year? I, I, I can't. I mean, you can't back against Michael Van Gerwen. I mean, nobody's going to get rich backing him, but I, yeah. I think you'll get significantly poorer backing against him. Um, yeah. He's 
he's won literally everything since the Worlds, apart from that Champions League tournament in Cardiff. Um, all the big TV tournaments. He's broken Phil Taylor's record of, of tournament wins in a year. He's just playing the best darts anybody's ever seen. And I, when I spoke to him uh, a few days back in Minehead, he, I said, well, who, who, who can stop you? Who can stop you from winning it? And he says, myself. That's the only yeah, person. Yeah. Um, it was Barney last year that did for him in an absolute belt. And even then, it, I thought MVG was going to turn it around. But hey, look, he can be beaten. Of course he can. But I'm just not sure who's going to do it. Yeah. Because I look at his, his path through and, you know, it, I think the semi-finals he's going to get whoever comes through that absolute quarter of death with Lewis and Barney and Taylor or whoever. But he's handed out so many beatings to all of them and quite brutal ones at times. Yeah, I just think it's it's just the natural culmination. He's only got one world title, remember, Michael Van Gogh, and despite everything he's won the last three years, he desperately wants more because... That's the only thing anybody can throw at him with all he's been doing. He's just, well, you've only got one world title, and he's sick of hearing it. Yeah. Um, and when he sets himself targets, he's gone and achieved them so far. So, look, I can't see past Michael Van Gerwen. I think if somebody did knock him out, I mean, maybe Whitlock in the third round, that's, that's a possibility. And if somebody did, then, I mean, the tournament is completely wide open. But I, we, I feel we're living in the Michael Van Gerwen era, just as we come through the Phil Taylor era, yeah. where it's Michael Van Gerwen, unless there's a big shock. And then, who flipping knows, it could be anybody. It's his to lose, isn't it, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Well, we'll have fun watching it over the next few weeks and hopefully we might get you back on again at some point, Dan. Um, thanks yeah, for joining anytime, me today. Man. It's been absolutely brilliant. Cheers. Pleasure, mate. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Right, now it's time for the Impossibly Impossible Darts Player Nickname Quiz that I've just decided to call it a couple of seconds ago. Uh, joining me on the line, I've got Adam. Good afternoon, Adam. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you doing? Are you looking forward to the uh, to the tournament coming up? Very much highlight of the year, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. It, it knocks Christmas into second place, to be quite honest. Yeah, but, and I was there when uh, Van Gerwen got the 17 perfect darts as well. So Really? Nothing wow. really top of that, I suppose. No, Look well, forward to every year, no, exactly. Who do you fancy to win the tournament this year, Adam? Well, it is difficult to look past Van Gerwen, isn't it? I suppose, but um, I'm a I'm a cheesy man myself. I am as well. I am as well, Adam. I'd love to see him win it. Yeah, but, he, just, uh, he, he never sort of comes through for us, does he? He doesn't, does he? He doesn't do. He's just a step or two short every time. Yeah. You never know. Perhaps this could be his year. Right, let's crack on with this quiz. Then there's no prizes. It's purely for fun. And the chance for you to get some darting kudos, uh, which you can show off to your friends and family over the over the period of Christmas and the tournament. And what could be better than that? What could be better than that, indeed. Right, I'm going to give you three darts players, and I'm going to give you three choices of what their nickname is, and we'll see how much you know. First of all, we've got Christian Kist. Now, is Christian's nickname A, The Reverend? Is it B, The Lipstick? Or is it C, Dr. Bonkers? Kissed lipstick, come on, it's, uh, please let it be that. I'm going to go with B. <laughs> the lipstick, correct. Yay. One out of one, good start. Second one, Kim Hybrechts. Is his nickname A, the Hurricane? Is it B, the Alchemist? Or is it C, the Criminal? Why don't I know these things? <laughs> uh, uh. I did say it was an impossible quiz, didn't I? To be fair, you did, Annie, yeah. Um, 
He's fast, so it could be Hurricane. He's but fa- oh. something's telling me it's B. I'm going to go for B. B, the alchemist. You should have gone with your gut instinct there, Adam. It's actually A, Kim, the Hurricane Hybrids. Uh, Third okay, one. Right. I'm going to trust my gut this time. Go for best of three. We'll call you a winner if you get this one right. Third one okay. is Alan Norris. Is his nickname A, Nosher? Is it B, Chuck? Or is it C, The Weirdness? I think I know this. <sighs> Do you I though? Think it's, I think it's Chuck Norris. I think it's B. Alan Chuck Norris. Adam, it is. Correct. Oh, get in. Two out of three. And for me, that's enough for you to be awarded some darting kudos to show off to your friends and family. Well, thank you very much. It's a proud moment. Thanks for taking part, Adam. Cheers. Cheers. Right, I've done some predictions ahead of the World PDC Darts Championship. Here they are. Prediction one. Michael Van Gerwen will not, I repeat, not win this tournament. He's won 25 tournaments in 2016, but I think this one is going to elude him yet again. In fact, I think we're going to see quite a few shocks and there'll be one rank outsider getting as far as the semi-finals. As for who will win it, I haven't got a clue, to be honest. Prediction two. There's not going to be one nine darter in this tournament. There are going to be two. I predict this confidently and comfortably. We're not going to get a repeat of that dizzy night in 2014 when Terry Jenkins and Kyle Anderson both pulled off the ultimate within an hour of each other, but could there even be three? Boy, this is stupid. Prediction 3. Peter Wright is going to unveil a radical new look for the tournament. The elaborate hair sculpture and the migraine-inducing clothing will be gone as he realises that all the time and energy he devotes to looking like a crack-addled parrot could be better spent practising his darts. I'm predicting that he'll appear at the tournament with a bald head and dressed from head to toe in a black smock. Those are my predictions. You're listening to Sign the Board, Phil, a new darts podcast brought to you by blacktype.bet. And if you follow the podcast on Twitter at, at signtheboard and register via the link there, you'll have the chance to win one of three custom-made dart shirts designed by yourself in association with Harlequin Teamwear. While you're there, if you retweet us, you'll automatically get the chance to win one of three £100 bets for the final of the World Championship. Joining me now on the phone is comedy legend and partner of myself on the Athletic or Mints podcast, Mr. Bob Mortimer. Good morning, Bob. Good morning to you, Andrew. Have you just woken up? You sound a bit um, not quite with it. I've been up now for five minutes. Good. I intended to have baked beans on toast as a healthy breakfast option this right. morning. Right. But talking to you put me right off the idea of beans. Yeah. I think I might have something more fresh, more, you know, like fruit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to have infected your mind already, but we'll try and just, keep this Just break. feel a bit dirty. I just feel yeah. a bit dirty, that's all. I get that a lot, Bob. Never mind. Well, this is about darts, so I'll start off by asking you, Bob, how long have you been a darts fan for? I've been a darts fan, a, a true and honest darts fan now, for about two and a half, three years, since I um, competed in darts for comic relief you know throw darts for kids with bad faces and you know yeah and um i you know i was terrible on it but i really enjoyed um the pressure of being on the hockey and it brought home to me you know that you know it brought home to me that it is very much very much a sport so um i invested in um a darts board some darts 
and started playing with my kids. Um, my kids who have been into darts a, a, a lot longer than I have. Right. I'm quite surprised you said just two or three years because you're a man from the north, you're quite an old man, and it's generally darts is regarded as something for old men in the north with kind of no um, no positive outlook in their future. So I would have thought you would have been in it for decades. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've been playing it for a long time, on and off. Yeah. When I was a young lad at the Endeavour in Middlesbrough, I probably played it every every night, you know, but, waiting me turn and had the game. But you didn't like but it? I, I, no, I thought you were specific. I, I, maybe I took the question wrong. I was, I meant sort of like following the professional sport for right. about two to three years. Do you know what I mean? Right, so back then you were just kind of interested in throwing things that were sharp. Yeah, I mean, we all are, aren't we? We're all warriors deep down, do you know what I mean? Or, or pretend warriors. I mean, I have that has featured in my life, Andy. I had a, um, I've done a lot of filming with Andy Fordham. I've done filming with Eric Bristow. Um, you know, I, I, I know these people. I like darts as much as any, any working man likes his darts. But in these last two or three years, I've really become absorbed with the... Um, I'm going to get it wrong and say the BBC or the BDO or the APF or whatever, yeah. but um, I like the one that's on Sky. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's become a love affair in the last couple of years or so. A love affair's strong. I have a love affair. Um, I have a love affair with my football team, Borough, um, and there's only room for for one of them in my life for right. sport. Fair enough. So, who did you play with when you were on the comic relief thing? Who did you play against? And I played against Rasheen. Clarty, I think she's called Clarty. The comedian. I hope I've got that wrong. Yeah, who's lovely, um, and beat me with a. Um, she uh, for a final three darts. Her first one missed the board. Her second one took the catter out, which is above the board, <laughs> and her third one got double top, which she needed. Um, quite an exciting game. I was useless, Sandy. I had not realised um, how scared you, how the difference it makes. I had a hint of it. I did boxing once. I did celebrity boxing. I had a fight with Les Dennis. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, the industry, when I was, I was being trained by Barry McGuigan, said, there's nothing can prepare you for the moment. How much, how scared, how much you'll shit yourself when you get up, get into that ring. Um, and, and he was right. And, and you're about to be punched in the face by Les Dennis. <laughs> right in the piat. Yeah, but Les has got big, heavy, white, fleshy arms. So they are something to fear. I know you're laughing, but you wouldn't like it. I wouldn't do it. So yes, now I have a dartboard in me, me kitchen, me old kitchen. It's just an empty room. It's a room that is dedicated to darts. Um, there's no other purpose to it. Um, is it a Winyama board I've got? Winnie Mini? Win, or something a a Winmau. It? It'll be a Winmau, I think, was it? There, that's the fella. Good, I've good. got three sets of darts. I use quite a heavy dart. I'm about 24 grams. What colour are your flights? Um, black and white, blue and white, red and white. So in case you I've get got people, ones. I bought a job. I bought a job lot, you know, because they fly yeah. off all the time. In case you get people to come round, you've got a choice of like football colours for them to choose from when they play against you. I don't have, I don't have anyone round, Andy. I just play against no. me, me children. Okay. One of my kids is really good. Right, right. Did you have a nickname as well for that for that comment really thing, or would you like to choose a nickname for yourself if you're going to be a darts player? I was, I, I enjoyed it, and I got a dart shirt made up. I'm Bobby Carpets. Bobby Carpets. Yeah, we hate laminate. I get the 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 crowd to um, chant. I said, "We hate laminate." I said, "We hate laminate." Oh right, um, that's that's fully formed, and I'm not going to ask you for any any advancement on that. 
No, and I've got a, I've got a big carpet tile across my face with eye hole and mouth hole, and then I carry a twelve foot length of beige carpet. Fantastic! I'm going st- to find that on YouTube and stick that up on the uh, on the podcast Twitter account. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. You're quite a healthy man these days, Bob, after your recent heart operation. Do you think that um, there should be more promotion of healthy, nutritious food in darts? In darts? Yeah. No, I don't really. I, 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 I would hate to see the day where they all um, look like Jelly Classen, you know what I mean? Yeah, you think it should be an escape for that kind of nonsense, perhaps? Well, you know, focus on the sport, you know, not the, not the person. I mean, I there's a lot of people. Who's the one who looks like a serial killer? Is it Ward? It might be. With the specs, I'm not sure. Um, but he's a terrific uh, character. Once pe- and people, you know, you've got a thing about Taylor, haven't you? you? You're always on his back. Yeah. You know, you're per- so you're perfectly willing to 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 insult his skills as a darts player. But yeah, you know I've, what I mean? but yeah, I've named this podcast "Sign the Board, Phil." I've named it after him, so it's a kind of I'm kind of thawing the ice in our relationship. No, you're not. You have you, you that sign the board that you say is full of hate. It's <laughs> like go on then, get them to sign the board. You you know right, you're right, a bastard. Any, any, anywhere. So so you, what you're saying is that there shouldn't be like bowls of seeds on the tables for players to munch on. Oh, I think there's room for a player to make it through using that as his brand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the Birdman or something. Yeah. And he pecks at the seeds and he, 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 he like pretends to fly as he comes on with some wings. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That, Why that, not? That, there's, a, there's, a, there's an opportunity there, yeah. I might Definitely. do that myself. I might I might start, start a professional career. No, you're never too late. Anyway, let's just round this up because I know you've got better things to do than this. Um, yes, who, I want to go to Debenhams. Yeah, well, there you are. Who, um, who do you think is going to win the, the World Championships this year? Van Gerwen, what can he say, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know, I mean, you know, Barney occasionally, I don't know, it's Van Gerwen, if you're asking me for a serious answer, it's all the way. Is rather, that too obvious, rather, though? Is it yeah, too obvious? Yeah, it's ruining darts, if you ask me. It's, um, will Taylor be in it? Taylor's in it, yeah. He's been talking quite a bit about impending retirement, so I think he's going to give this a really good go. Because well, it could be his know. last one. You never know. Who would you like but, to see yeah. win it? Who would you like to see win it, Bob? Um, I wouldn't mind if I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if Peter Wright went a long way because when we're watching it, um, <laughs> myself and my wife do Peter Wright's dance, <laughs> yeah, um, and our kids hate it. I mean, they despise us doing it. <laughs> so I'd like it. I'd like him to to go quite a long way. Right. Okay. Well, I'm on the side of your kids with that one, but. Um, you know, I hope I hope you get whatever you whatever you wish for this Christmas, Bob. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Thanks for joining me. Cheers. Been a pleasure talking darts. Bye bye. Bye. Right, that's the end of the first episode of Sign the Board, Phil, the new darts podcast from BlackType.bet. We'll be back in a few days' time once the tournament itself's got underway. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at at Sign the Board, where you can register and enter the competitions that we mentioned earlier on. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.